Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's how this goes. Wayne Haskins rolls out, takes a look, moves a little more. You don't see anything open. He releases the ball. The moment he releases the ball, you think to yourself, okay, where is it going? You look ahead, downfield. You see the target. And even though there's bodies there, You see the trajectory of the ball. You see the velocity of the ball. And your first thought is, oh, that's absolutely getting where it needs to go. Good morning. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. Yesterday marked day seven of training camp at Heinz Field. And it was another opportunity for Haskins to show well. And he did. It wasn't quite the same as the day before because there weren't pads for the practice. So everything gets kind of toned down, including your evaluations. But when he had passes to make, when he had plays to complete, he did so. He did so. What does this mean? You know what I'm going to say, right? Well, not just because of the whole training camp thing, but because the issue that Haskins had in Washington was the obvious one, which was maturity. That's not a dig. I'm referring to his having been a rookie and just thrown right out there. And it was going to take him time to figure out how to become an NFL field general. Someone who could take charge. Someone who could see the routes as they're developing. Who could read defenses. That's been the thing that's held him back at the NFL level. And now... Since he's in a position where he's either third or fourth on the unofficial depth chart, he's officially third ahead of Josh Dobbs, he's not going to have that many opportunities to do so in actual games. So this is the time for him to do that. Training camp, exhibition games, 
the Hall of Fame game coming up next week in Canton. These are the types of players that you want to keep an eye on because the fact of the matter is the thing that Haskins shows you on a regular basis is that the potential remains there. He's got an arm like no one else in this camp. And this camp isn't exactly short on arm strength. But he can find ways, as Ben Roethlisberger himself was joking about back during OTAs, to throw a ball through a car wash without getting it wet. That's what you see. When he releases the ball, as I was alluding to in the opening, you believe, as an observer, that it can get there. And when it does, the entire sequence feels as if it was really easy. And you almost kind of feel a little bit guilty for overstating it when it does. Does that make sense? I'm trying to describe to you what it's like watching him. Because you're seeing him do things that you know other quarterbacks can't do, and as a result, it looks a little too easy, so you don't get all whatever about it. You know, you don't get all amped up. You don't start thinking, oh, this guy's a great... He has a first-round NFL arm. He also has, not the world's greatest speed, but an authoritative presence when it comes to moving his feet. He's not lacking confidence when he does it. He'll step up in the pocket and look bold doing so. And that matters because your shoulders are up, your chin's up, you're surveying the field, you're still looking for the next play. You're not just tucking and running. You're not panicking. He's still trying to complete a pass. He's still trying to look for something that was more along the lines of what was originally drawn up, even if his pocket collapses behind him. That's something else that I've picked up on that's been neat to watch as we learn more about him. What can all of this mean? Ah, I'll address that right after this very brief message from our title sponsor. At Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu slash works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. What does Haskins mean? What does his performance mean? What does his potential mean? Almost all of that is impossible to gauge, other than one thing, and that's that Ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback of the 2021 Steelers. That couldn't be clearer. But what happens below Ben on the depth chart is going to be, A, really hard for most people to see because it's going to take place in practices. I'm not talking about training camp and, you know, doing it in front of a 
a couple thousand people, like what happened here at Heinz Field yesterday. I'm talking about practices on the south side, inside the bubble, that no one but a handful of reporters sees, and the handful of reporters that's there, we're not allowed to share what we observe. So all of this is going to take place behind the scenes with one big exception, and that's the coming preseason. Everyone else is playing three games. The Steelers will be playing four. Well, and the Cowboys, obviously. And you're going to see, I believe, a pretty good three-man quarterback duel because Josh Dobbs has also looked pretty sharp in this early going. And, you know, if I could say something completely out of turn here and don't bite my head off for jumping the gun on this, but Haskins and Dobbs have kind of both looked better than Mason. Okay? I mean, again, come next week, that could be flipped on its head, and I won't apologize for having said it because I'm only describing what's happened to date, what I've seen to date, and it's only my view. And I didn't expect this. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect, to be honest with you, Haskins to impress. I didn't expect him to have this much of an impact on camp to date, but he has. Here's what Mike Tomlin had to say about Haskins showing here yesterday. I like what he's doing. Um, he's taking care of the ball, but at, but at the same time being aggressive. Um, he's dialed in even in the reps in which he's not going. Um, he's building a rapport with the group of guys that he's getting an opportunity to work with, and I think that's a component of this that we don't often talk about too is you know there's a get to know in terms of the cohesion particularly when you're working with multiple groups and multiple people and that's a guy that's getting some third group reps that's a guy that's getting some second group reps and so he's got a lot of people to get to get comfortable with and if he can continue to do that if he can continue to do that and the Steelers can see a roadmap toward further developing him into, if not a starter, then a 1A or a backup, someone that can be counted upon, someone who can get into game action, someone who can get significant snaps, even just this coming preseason, then you're maybe shaping the future of the position after Ben. I am not, to be clear, anointing. Dwayne Haskins is the next starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't need to be getting anybody's attention with this stuff. Just sharing what I think. But I do believe that he's more in the mix than most might realize. And that alone has kind of taken me aback. I did not expect this to this stage. Let's see how he does against Dallas. Let's see how he does in the other three preseason games. That's where you have your chance, regardless of where you sit on the quarterback depth chart, to show people that you've progressed, that you've matured, that you're looking ready for whatever the next level is of your performance. Neat stuff. Neat stuff. First round pick. You know, somebody else's first round pick just crossed the street 
and came to Pittsburgh. Might as well see what he's got. When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's brought to you on this program always by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbage, Kelly, and George, LGKG, as they're known. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers for over 15 years. That's reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at LGKG. Dot com. Today's just one question comes from Mike Gregg, and he asks, how much pressure does Najee Harris put on the other running backs? Taking him with the number one pick, plus the lack of success in the running game last season, made things very difficult for the offense. Is there a clear number two to Harris? Mike, I'm of the belief at the moment also subject to change, that the number two is going to be Anthony McFarland. I can't say that with certainty. I can't say that the Steelers know that with certainty. But in watching McFarland and the way he's running the ball, the way he's showing versatility, contributing to the passing game, and just looking generally dynamic. And bear in mind, there's been one practice in pads. It feels like McFarland is the guy who will be the two. And when you say two in the Matt Canada offense, you have to understand, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, Canada is putting some different formations on the field. He's had two running backs on the field. Not a running back and a fullback. He's had two running backs on the field for certain sets. That's that's different. One of those two has been McFarland. McFarland did not impress last year. He hasn't impressed since he left Maryland when he was making a lot of big plays and everything else here. I asked Anthony what it is that he needs to do to become more visible, to become more consistently a part of this offense. And he had what I thought was a pretty telling response. Here's the exchange. Uh, patience. Uh, last year, the hmm. only thing I learned is um, every play isn't going to be a big play. Um, I feel like every time I try to get the ball last year, I know I always thought to myself it was going to be very limited. So when I got the ball, I tried to do too much with it. But I know at this level, um, every play is not going to be the big play. You have to get the dirty, ter- uh, dirty tough yards. Um, four yards is a good run, and that's something that I understand uh, coming into this year. Kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? His mindset at Maryland was big play, big play, big play. He was that guy. Anybody who has seen the footage of his showing against Ohio State with the 200-plus all-purpose yards and the Buckeyes had no answer for him whatsoever. Everything he saw, every blade of grass that was open, he found it and just kept running. So he gets to the NFL, and that doesn't happen. 
That doesn't happen for, like, anybody, okay? And he acknowledged right there, you heard, that it was frustrating for him. And from the sound of it, maybe even a little bit discouraging. So good for him for having pinpointed that, and good for him for having identified, again, as you heard, that, you know, it's okay to have carries that go for four yards or six yards or whatever else. They don't all have to be 15, 20, or 75 to the house. That's that's promising. I also feel that it's promising that he understands that he needs to be a versatile weapon for this offense to work the way that it does. And by that, I'm referring again to coming out of the backfield and making catches. Uh, everyone remembers the ill-fated fourth down pass attempt that Ben made to McFarland last season. McFarland didn't do anything wrong on that. It was just a really, really dumb play call, but he's been linked to it because of his, you know, name being on the sheet. And it's probably been held against him by some fans. He is a pretty good pass catcher out of the backfield. And if you have a chance to weaponize him and to keep some attention off of Najee, that's that's another plus for your playbook there. So you'll notice I haven't even mentioned until right now, Mike, the name Benny Snell. Uh, I believe Benny Snell will make this team. I believe Jalen Samuels will be cut. I can't be sure of that. But I don't see I don't see Benny Snell being the number two uh, after the way he showed uh, last season. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these Monday. Thank you.